Hey parents, whether you're going back to school or learning from home, the Preschool Box is here to help. The Preschool Box is all about helping children unlock their potential by making learning fun. Each month, the Preschool Box will send you a box packed full of engaging and educational activities with a focus on reading and math skills that will prepare your little one for success in school. It's amazing! These monthly work-at-your-own-pace activities encourage learning, reading, and creativity in kiddos aged 3 to 6, and each box has an array of hands-on activities, crafts, and worksheets, which you can structure to match your child's pace and level of development. And the best part is that every box has a set of focus skills, so each month you get new and exciting material to work on. The work you do at home now with your kids is so important for their future. Let the Preschool Box help you and your child have fun learning together. Head over right now to thepreschoolbox.com and use code PARENTDRIVEN to get $5 off your first preschool box. Parents everywhere are going through so much stress and uncertainty right now. It's hard to find sources of relief nowadays. This is why we at Parent Driven Development love Nurture Life. Nurture Life provides nutritious, ready-to-eat meals for babies starting at 10 months old. Toddlers, kids, and teens delivered fresh right to your door. Meals are designed to meet the nutrient and portion needs for each age group and are developed by Nurture Life's registered dietitians and chefs. Meals are focused on organic produce, antibiotic and hormone-free proteins, and whole grains, and offer a full serving of veggies in every meal. Nurture Life has recently launched new and exciting meals, such as the chicken, sweet potato, and waffle finger food for babies, and the butter chicken with peas, rice, and mini naan for toddlers, kids, and teens. In addition to these new offerings, there will also be additional meals that will be available on the menu for a limited time period to continue to provide innovative, flavorful, and unique meal options for families. Nurture Life's easy subscription model allows you to sign up for weekly deliveries, skip weeks, or pause your subscription whenever you want. You can build your own box to select the right mix of meals for your family by age group, dietary restrictions, and allergies. Get the best meals for your kids and family delivered right to your door, available for every zip code across the contiguous United States. Get 30% off your first two Nurture Life orders with the code PARENTDRIVEN30. Visit NurtureLife.com to redeem and find a moment of relief when it comes to mealtime. Welcome to Parent Driven Development. I'm Chris Sexton, and today I'm here with my friend Allison. Today, it's just the two of us, and we're going to talk a little bit about virtual schooling with school-aged children. But a quick reminder before we get started, we love being able to provide this content, and we want to continue to be able to do so. We're on Patreon, and we would love your support. Most people just give $5 a month, which really helps us continue to do what we love and to share it with all of you. Thank you for your support. Now, on to our topic. Hi. So between between us, we've got kids at, at different ages. So we were mostly experiencing virtual kindergarten right now. And which virtual ages, which virtual grades are you experiencing? I'm both a middle schooler and a high schooler. So it's kind of the full gamut. From- <laughs> yeah, we've got elementary, middle, and high school here. 
my daughter is a freshman in high school, so we've definitely reflected a number of times about us being very happy. It's not her senior year of high school. If you're going to miss a year, it should be the freshman year. Like, <laughs> it should, you know, in theory, continue to get better. It's awkward anyway. It's, you know, might as well do it online. Right. But it definitely is one of those, you're not getting the life experience of going to high school. Yeah. Oh, that's not, interesting. Not how I would expect. <laughs> Kindergarten's the same way. That's life experience. Yes, very similar. And that's been one of the, like, I I think that there are pros and cons, to be quite honest, with with virtual learning that that we've experienced. But one of the one of the really interesting similarities between kindergarten and freshman year, right, is that it's it's usually a bunch of different schools or different kids sort of coming together. It's not like going from, you know, one grade to another where you like, you know, most of the other kids or, you know, of most of the other kids. And so, yeah, so that's that's been really, really interesting. One thing that I found as something that's not so great is that it's Devin is like really engaged in his classes. Like I have a lot of really amazing things to say about his, about his teacher. You know, I've been trying to check in with him and being like, so who are some of the kids in your class? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) So, but I'm curious, I'm curious, virtual ninth grade, like have they, have they turned off the chat? Like, do they do more so that kids like get to know each other or not? Not really. I was asking Leah about that this week and she's taking for her foreign language is sign language. So she's doing that's um, interesting. And, and that, that counts for, for her diploma. So, which is great. And she's super excited about it, but they break down into small groups and work on things. And I was like, Oh, like, well, do you get, do you get the same people? Is it random? And she's like, nah, it's random all the time. And I was asking her kind of like, are, people engage because you know I imagine like you're getting on a different video call with just a few people and now the teacher is completely out of the loop and can't tell if you're working whereas if you're in a classroom you can <laughs> see there'd be some social pressure to like act like you're interested and she says it just totally depends uh, and she hasn't had the same people enough that she's built up any sort of relationship for for Lars my seventh grader and seventh grade for where we live is the first year of middle school Mm. is the same thing where you like come from we had a tiny little elementary school and then they're put into this big middle school with a lot of different elementary schools feeding into it and when my daughter went through that it was like all you had this explosion of friends and they're you know like now you could find people with similar interests and associate with them or <laughs> yeah that sort of thing whereas you didn't have the choice before yet you, you know you the I, it was something like 50 or 60 kids in your class, and that was it. Now there's hundreds. Yeah, he was saying the same thing where he's like, yeah, he'll complain. It's like the other kids are annoying. Like they'll just spam the chat, and they'll turn it off. And he's like, you know, up oh, somebody got, you know, had to stay after class and got talked to because they were being <laughs> annoying on chat. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. I, I can't imagine dealing with middle schoolers. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I've seen some really, really funny memes recently where it's like, you know, Zoom with a kindergarten class and it's all these different like boxes and like every every kid is like engaged, but every kid is saying something like just completely random, you know, like, like, this is my dog or, you know, I 
screw this today. Or like, my mom hates virtual learning, you know, just like all these different things. And then it's, and then next to it is like, you know, is like a virtual learning zoom in high school. And it's like, everybody's camera is off. And it's just the teacher being like, hello, is everyone, is anyone listening? Is everyone listening? (laughs) (laughs) at at lunch I was asking about that and Leah said that her math teacher was really funny because he was making fun of the kids that weren't responding when when they were asking questions (laughs) and just like calling them out on it I was like that's excellent like did did you answer your questions (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I'm sure teachers have like just all sorts of all sorts of different, different tactics for this. I, Devin is supposed to start, it's interesting with kindergarten too, right? Because they can't, well, at least my kindergartner, like can't, can't read and can't like write to spell things yet, you know, so that the chat, like if there's anything in the chat, it's like parents being like, oh, you're, you know, like your internet cut out or like what, you know, like what, what, you know, like different, I don't know, different, different things like that. But yeah, it's interesting, right? Because he can't, he can't read or write. They are soon going to start breaking up into smaller, smaller groups for reading. And I'm hoping that will help him at least get to know like a few kids. I think that the small groups for reading are, you know, like three or four kids in a group. And it's going to be the it's going to be the same group each time, but they're not, I don't know how I have no idea how often they meet. They haven't sort of let us let us know that. And then there is a little bit of an effort to, there's an effort to like collect all of the basically parents like email addresses and phone numbers, um, which, you know, is like of varying degrees of success. Like it's like, I'm in like, like I'm in like, you know, an all kindergarten Facebook group and then an all kindergarten, like, you know, WhatsApp chat. And then we like might establish like a WhatsApp chat for like a smaller group of us that are just in the, that are just, there are only four kindergarten classes at, um, at our school. And each class is only like between 12 and 14 kids. So they're actually pretty, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's they're, they're pretty small. They're pretty small classes. The school, the school's really, really awesome and has the, it's a public school. They have the, the funding to be able to do that. So, but it's, uh, you know, at the same time, I'm just like, ay, 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 like two more WhatsApp groups, another Facebook group. And then there's like three new like Google group lists that I've been added to, plus like the district wide emails and the teacher emails and the, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to get a handle on things. But yeah, so, yeah. so I assume that Devin is, gra- you know, he'll gradually, he'll gradually learn other kids' names. So he did tell me the other day, he was like, well, I don't know how I'm even supposed to like learn their names. And I was like, well, I was like, when the teacher calls on other students, you can hear which name she's calling and you can see who talks. And I wanted to be like, you, you could just pay attention. Like that's like, how, that's how you could tell what the kids, uh, you know, what the, no, what the other that. kids' names are. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, though. I mean, my – I was talking to my husband last last night, within the last couple of days, because I – we were very – okay, so the first week we were very hands-on. And gradually, like, 
surprisingly enough, even for a kindergartner, like gradually, we've been able to get less and less, you know, le- less and less hands on, right? It's between us and, and we have help because our little one um, is is with a nanny. So she helps out with virtual schooling. And so, you know, it went from like, sitting in the room with him the first week to, you know, checking in on him every 20 minutes. And I think now it's like, you know, someone checks in on him approximately every like 40 minutes to an hour. And if he has a break, then he like comes and gets like, he gets an adult and just lets them know like, Hey, I have a 15 minute break or, you know, that, that sort of thing. But so I was, you have to redirect back very often when, when you pop in after 45 minutes. No. And that's, that's actually the, the, the time got longer and longer because like we were initially finding like, okay, when we popped in every 20 minutes, we would have to be like, you can't play with Legos right now. You have to like, it's school time. And then like he could do 20 minutes. And so then it was 30 minutes and it still is like a little bit day by day, but now, um, yeah, I mean, it's a full, it's almost like full segments until whenever he, whenever he has a break. And I was, is talking to my husband. I was like, how do you think school is going? Like, it's been a little while since we've like super, super checked in. And we realized that like, if he was going to school in person, we wouldn't like, we're getting to the point where we have approximately the same amount of involvement that we think we would have if he was actually going to school in person, which again, like we have like an extra pair of helping hands during the day. But that's been like, that's, it's been nice that we've been able to get there. I'm quite frankly, very surprised that we've been able to get there within a month. And I'm very much enjoying the fact that we don't have to like rush out of the house so that he can like catch a school bus. And like, it's it's much easier for me to just make sure that like, I mean, he usually finishes breakfast before school starts. But technically, like, if for some reason he hadn't, it's also not a big deal. Um, So that's, that has felt like a huge stress relief in this time to not have to like actually get him out of the house. Yeah. I, have a, I wonder how much the, the extra hands help. I bet that like that small incremental bit of help makes just an order of magnitude difference. And yeah, I have a good friend and coworker who's got similar age kids, maybe just slightly older and you know, listening to them talk, they're, they're, they're going a little crazy. It also might be that, you know, the you know the mentality of the kids is just different because it's not like all kindergartners <laughs> the same way yeah yeah no it is it is a hundred percent I mean when when virtual kindergarten started that was the 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 thing that we realized was that like you can do work while your kid is in virtual well while your young child I will say is like in virtual school but you can't do focused work. Like if either one of us had to be fully responsible for him during the day, like we would always have to have one ear on what's going on, right? We'd always have to have a sense of like, you know, is something happening at this point that he might need help with? Is it an off day where he's just like not able to pay attention? We have to be a little bit more on top of him. Like we, we, And so in that case, like, sure, you can, like, send some Slack messages, you can send some emails, but, like, can you do, like, focused work that requires, like, like, full attention? Absolutely not. Yeah, I think that's a really good distinction between the two. And there's there's lots of work I need to do that's not not focused and coordinating and pinging people and writing emails. 
but I could not sit and write any code. <laughs> yeah. With my two, we, both my wife and I will sit and do focus work. We have to have a higher level of involvement than I think we would for the normal school year still, even, even with the kids being older. But some of that is more, it's easier for things like assignments just to get missed because they're posted in 500 different places and, you know, they use Google Classroom and Blackboard Collaborate and, <laughs> and multiple other ones than that. And even within those tools, they don't use them the same way. And like, you know, you and I, as <laughs> people who develop and manage like web-based products. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I know. Use this like the people that made it had like, expected these things so that it would be easy to do this and instead of like posting assignments that you can turn in they're, they'll post an assignment you know say it was due on the first day of class but with a big note saying don't turn this in instead just edit it but don't ever hit save you know it, it, stuff like that and it's like weird processes and you know they're trying to get you know like it's they're trying to like recreate like lab books or or different ways of turning in assignments that they would do in class, but it just doesn't fit. We'll tag in, try to see if he's done everything, and then leave. And then like you know, and often like uh, my wife will do it instead of me. And then like and then we've lost context of who's doing what. And <laughs> it's really hard to tell. So yeah, like, I'm struggling. And then he'll, my son will also like be like, no, no, I've done everything I need to do, and he he firmly believes it. And then we go through. <laughs> And every time we go through, we always find something. We're working on that. Whereas if he was in class and had his assignment book and wrote it down and they would remind him. And if he forgot it, he'd, he'd realize he forgot it as opposed to just some web page updating with a, you missed it note. I will say kindergarten, at least by us, has no homework. And like, thank goodness that it has no homework. I actually, there is, there's like a, reading curriculum that they're sort of that they're going through for our district and I will say that right around back to school night was the first was the first time that I had to like open that that I had to open the reading curriculum and and he had been doing stuff in class with it all like all along but it was the first time that I personally had done it and I was just like clicking around and I saw an assignment section and I opened up the assignment section and there were like 50 things listed there and I was like oh was I was this a thing that I was supposed to be keeping track of and I felt I felt like so then of course I was that I was that mom that at back to school night you know the teacher was asking about any questions and I raised my hand and I was like so like I opened up this curriculum the other day and I like saw that there were a lot of assignments. Is this, is this homework that we're like, are basically like, am I supposed to be doing this with my child? Was I supposed to like, is this something I was supposed to be aware of that I just like missed a notification about or that like you like announced during class and cause my kid doesn't have an adult sitting next to him. Like we just like, therefore totally missed it so and and fortunately she was like she was like oh no 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 you know it's just like it's like things that they can do you know during some of their like independent time and I was like I was like oh my god thank goodness because if I had to sit my child down and be like sorry mommy missed 50 50 assignments now let's go through all of these things in the next week but yeah I guess that's like a big deal is that like kindergarten essentially has no take home anything 
which is which is nice. We did have to, there were some like state assessments the other day and that was, those are challenging. Cause like for those, like you, you know, we only got notified, like we got notified on, I think like Sunday that they were going to happen at some point during the week. And then we got notified like the night before, like, Hey, tomorrow morning from this time to this time, like your child needs to have a grown up with them. And our nanny who's, you know, in our extra pair of hands is, is amazing, but she is not like computers are not so much her thing. So it like, it had to be like myself or my husband. And so we like, we looked at each other and we were like, who's got the easier schedule to completely rearrange tomorrow. <laughs> so, so that's it, right? Like, that's like, obviously I wouldn't, we wouldn't have to worry about any of that if, uh, if he was actually in school. Yeah. Yeah, some of those are nice. That there is one perk for that paid off for the homework where we were looking at something and we read the instructions and we're like, we think you need to do all of these. And it was like, no, no, no. The, in class they said I only you pick one of the four, and it was it was it was a bunch of work. Um, and so I was like, well, okay, if if you don't actually have to do that, that's and so we were trying like, I don't know, like this instruction really looks like it says do them all, but it wasn't totally explicit, and then. <laughs> Uh, Lars's older sister ratted him out and was like, no, you can go and watch, rewatch the video. <laughs> I was like, oh, every class has a video. The whole class. And <laughs> or if you have any questions, you can just go back and rewatch it. So we went back and rewatched it. And, it, you know, and at the end, you heard the teacher explain like five times over when kids were asking, like, do we have to do them all? <laughs> and she's like, yes, you have to fill every single section. Like, I recommend getting started early. It'll take some time. <laughs> uh, now I know how to check. <laughs> I will say that I do. I imagine it also, like like any school in any grade, I imagine it depends a lot on the teacher. Like, I, I will say that I think that my, I think that my son's teacher is just like, is like mind-blowingly phenomenal like basically every every morning and every afternoon she has a powerpoint which means that and she posts those powerpoints after so like I as a parent can go onto the portal so I don't even have to watch the video like I as a parent can go on the portal at night and just like you know quickly like quickly like click through the slides just to get a sense of like oh cool this is what they're like this is what they're learning this week and then she switches between being able to see all the kids and having all of the kids see each other, this PowerPoint and a document camera. And she is just like constantly toggling between the three. And then to like, in addition to that, she, whenever they have independent time, she always gives the, she gives the kids like four options and the options. And this, I really appreciate, like the options have a wide variety of like, everything from like, you have no adult near you and you are, and you have no adult accessible to you. So here's what you can do all the way to like, you have an adult sitting next to you. And here's what you can do with like, like focused, you know, one kid, one adult sort of like hands-on involvement. So it's great. Like whatever situation my like son is in, he has those options. And then in that PowerPoint, she'll do like, she'll do like, 10 minutes of instruction and then like a counting song and like 10 minutes of instruction and a yoga break and 10 minutes of instruction and like some like imagination exercise where like the kids are all like raising their hands and participating. I mean, it seems like 
freaking exhausting to like actually teach that way because she's you know every like every 10 minutes she's got to like mix it up and switch to a new thing and she you know and she does that from 9 a.m to 11 30 in the mornings and then from you know one he has a he has specials once a day for 30 minutes so she does it you know again for like two hours in the in the afternoon so like I mean it seems like utterly exhausting to me but it is like it's amazing and all of those like all of those kids seem like very very fully engaged like raising their hands participating just like really it's sort of it's it's really incredible to to watch and we feel very very lucky that in this in this virtual schooling pandemic year that that he has a really a really great teacher who's like obviously like working her butt off to make it an engaging year for them. And it's just a different skill set. Like, yeah. Imagine going from a PE teacher to now, (laughs) you know, somebody who runs an online class once a day. Like, that's just totally different. Yeah. Uh, So how would you say is it is the question I wanted to ask was, is life better? (laughs) Uh, How about like, are, are you satisfied with with how kindergarten is going? Yeah, we, you know, we, we're definitely satisfied with how kindergarten is going. I think that, you know, I think that I like mourn the loss a little bit of like that, like first day of school on like getting onto a school bus ever picture and that, you know, like the, it's such a pivotal year for like them becoming Mm -hmm. more independent, right? Like, like takes the school bus to school and then like afterwards, like takes the school bus to like an after school program and right. Like has to be like responsible for like, for his backpack and for all of his things and, you know, and like, and buying lunch and like all of those sort of little things. I think that, you know, I'm definitely like mourning, mourning the loss of that stuff a little bit. Um, but, you know, I mean, we're, we're satisfied. Like he has way more time for like lunch and recess than he would if he was in in-person school. He has, you know, more of an ability to like go to the bathroom when he needs to, or mm. like strand up and stretch when he needs to. And, you know, so I think that, and I think that those sorts of things are like working really well for my kid. So, yeah. Did, now, did he go to a preschool before? He went, yeah, he went to preschool. Okay, because that was one of the things where I feel like, especially for kindergarten, it's so much about the like social skills and yeah. to interact and having that like you know a small amount of personal responsibility, and that's such a big thing to to learn. Like that's the main thing you're learning in kindergarten. It's not it's not reading, <laughs> like it's not the academic things. It's that social stuff. But I feel like that is significantly less of a, a learning curve if you've come from like a group preschool where you're kind of doing kindergarten already. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How about you? You feel satisfied? So in some ways, it's better. Um, and so I try to focus on that. There's, of course, all the social things. And it it's very sad to think about things like clubs and sports, and, uh, stuff like that, and not having the kids not having that experience. Uh, and also the fact that I realized that, you know, they're just it's still in their pajamas. That they put on three days ago, <laughs> but yeah, we're not. Both of their schools get are really they both start very early, and so we were getting up, you know, before the sun come up, and we're like outside in the dark, uh, waiting for the bus to show up, and all those things that doesn't happen. Like there's no scramble to pack a lunch. There's none of those things that just 
yeah. add up because you're doing it every day. Instead, it's just, you know, at, <laughs> we stock up on things to make lunches and they're old enough to come down and make their own. Like, you know, whether it's a sandwich or sometimes, you know, they'll come and cook something. And you know, I, was, I was at a meeting the other day. My daughter showed up with empanadas. <laughs> I was in my, you know, at my desk here. And all of a sudden she comes in with a plate and was like, do you want empanadas? And I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. <laughs> Freshly like cooked empanadas before. Um, so that, you know, that sort of thing will happen from time to time or we'll run out of food and we're just scrounging for leftovers. But it's, it's, as far as those things go, it's, it's not a bad experience. And we're definitely, the family is all in it together and we're all sick of each other. Yeah, I was going to say, I miss my quiet house. That's for sure. <laughs> so my, my daughter would come home when she was, when my son was still in elementary school and, and Leah was in middle school, she would come home on the bus early and she would come home to this nice, quiet, empty house for, you know, a while, uh, a couple of hours. And she'd take the dog for a walk and she, you know, she's like, I would just, you know, watch Netflix for a little while, get my homework done and do these things before I had to run off and go to practice. And she's like, I loved it. And she made, and all her stuff got done. So it was like, it was perfect. And she's like, I missed that. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, I can relate, kid. Like, that that totally makes sense. But it is one of these, like, I'm getting lots of high-fidelity time with the kids, and we try to keep projects and other stuff like that going that they're engaged in. Not that we don't also just, you know, ignore all those things and watch <laughs> a bunch of, you know, binge-watch a TV show or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. We do some of that, too. Yeah, so I'm sad that they're missing out on things, but in, in some ways, it's things are much better. I wouldn't choose this if I had the choice. <laughs> yes, uh, I agree with that. But there's there's aspects of it that I, I, w- I wouldn't mind keeping, so or, or habits that I'd like to just you know keep up with. And, and some of that's just we spend time together on things when we were super busy and running in all directions before. Yeah. All right, should we move to Genius and Fails? Sure. Okay, so this is the part of our show where we talk about Genius and Fail moments, so things that have happened in the last couple of weeks that have been absolute just great genius moments or things that have sort of been fails. Do you want me to go first? Sure. All right. So this has probably been mentioned before, but my genius was turning FaceTime back on (laughs) on my son's (laughs) um, uh, devices. So he has both, uh, an iPhone and an iPad because, you know, which, which we just got him the iPad with, with the kind of thought that that was a good device for use for schoolwork since Google Classroom and those things. And it is that everything's like Google Docs based for his school. So having the, um, the iPad works out really well, but turning on FaceTime now that we're out of summer, and we're kind of on that, like, we need to uh, detox from those things, was a huge win. The fail was that doesn't apply to other devices. And so he would just, his phone would shut him out, and he couldn't do anything, and he'd plug it in and quickly just switch to something else. But I guess it was kind of under the end, you know, like, obviously, you're not supposed to be doing this. So he was, like, much sneakier about it. (laughs) And it took us a few weeks to finally figure this out. (laughs) But 
yeah, we, we've had to do this and, and institute a few a few more rules. But the fail was doing things like finding him with like my old laptop in his bed watching YouTube videos. <laughs> oh man, my okay. I'm gonna say this is I'm gonna say this is a genius, and I'm gonna say this is my genius. So we are starting some renovations in a few weeks. And originally our plan was going to be to to live in the house while we were while we were doing them, but with COVID and everybody being home all the time, et cetera, et cetera, we decided to move out. And fortunately we found a house rent that's super, super, super close to our, our usual house. Anyway, but we so I knew that we would be moving um, right around when my kids were both changing clothes sizes and as the weather was going to change. So instead of having to pack up, basically, I like got I got the whole switch ready and I just like packed it in a big bin and we sort of timed our move to the to the new house around when we would have to start pulling out all of those clothing all of that clothing and then what I could do in our in our usual house is just pack pack everything away so and then we could use their empty dressers to store things that we needed to sort of like put in nothing is happening in their room so we could use their empty dressers to like Mm. store all of these additional things that we sort of need need places for for the next couple of months so that felt like a genius to hopefully (laughs) you don't jinx it and suddenly have some weird second summer and need Need summer clothes again. Well, I will say that like there were there were a few days the other week that were like a little crisp. And so but like, you know, my kids like only had shorts in their drawer. So I was like, you're fine. Just like here's leg warmers, like put on some leg warmers or like here's an extra sweater. Like you're, you're fine. You're fine. It's fine. I'm not pulling out those clothes. You're fine. It's fine. So, yeah, it was very clean in terms of like the the move and the you know, break from one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Shall I wrap this up? Yes. Thanks so much for listening to parent driven development podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions you'd like us to chat about on the air, email us at panel at parent driven development.com or find us on Twitter at parent driven dev. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash parentdrivendev. Or rate us on iTunes. That really does help. Thank you so much.